It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are locked on cougars and this is your daily source for all things byu sports news and podcast form proud to be part of the locked on podcast network thanks again for downloading the show on a tuesday hopefully you guys this week is all off to a good start a lot to get to on today's show like normal we'll talk some byu basketball here in this first segment some news coming out from jay drew from the Salt Lake tribune about yoli childs also transfer destination now is now known for rylan bergerson the former byu swingman and of course we'll also talk a little bit more about the roster that BYU has as Mark Pope takes over, particularly along the front line, the big men in the BYU basketball program. What can BYU fans expect heading into the offseason as Mark Pope continues to try and revamp his roster so he can hit the ground running as the head coach? We'll also talk some BYU football recruiting in the second segment. BYU picks up a commitment from Woods Cross athlete Josh Larson. We'll talk about that here in the second segment as well as some other news and notes around the BYU football program. And of course, we'll catch up on everything else in BYU sports in the final segment of the show thanks again for downloading the podcast as always we are available on all major podcast platforms google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify and also the brand new himalaya podcast app check us out there please subscribe rate and review the show it really does help get the word out about this podcast and with that let's get going this is locked on cougars for april 30th final day of the month 2019 Alright guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU Insider. Work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, and it's a blast to bring this podcast to you guys each and every day talking all things BYU. We're starting off today with some BYU basketball news. Jay Drew tweeting out a story from the Salt Lake Tribune talking a little bit about Yoli Childs. Of course, uh, I saw the tweet yesterday come out that said that Yoli Childs has signed with an agent. He still has plans on going professional, and I can't blame him one bit. Uh, he's, he's got his heart set on playing professional basketball, and I completely understand that. He'll be represented by Keith Kreider. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. Maybe Keith Kreider of Edge Sports International. But the interesting note here is that Yoli Childs, according to a source from Jay Drew, did not receive an invitation to the NBA Draft Combine, which is in the middle of next month, May 15th through 19th in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, the full list is expected to come out later this week or early next week. But according to a source that Jay Drew is citing, Yoli Childs did not receive that invite. And that is a blow to Yoli Childs in terms of his hopes to play in the NBA in my mind. He needed to go to a big time showcase, I guess is the easiest way to say it, and show that he could play against the best competition. The NBA Draft Combine is one such showcase, but it appears that he will not be participating in that event. And here's wishing him the best of the luck, plain and simple. I, I hope that Yoli can find uh, a good landing spot for himself. I really feel like at this point in his basketball career, he's going to have to follow other former former Cougars and go overseas, probably to Europe, and ply his trade there with the hope of coming back to the NBA one day, or maybe he finds he quite enjoys it in Europe like some guys have, like Travis Hansen, who end up having a great life over in Europe and make good money and decide that, hey, I, I'm, I'm comfortable here. I'm going to do that. 
I don't know what Yoli Child's thinking is in terms of, yeah, I want to come back to the NBA, etc. But that not making the NBA draft draft combine is an absolute blow to his hopes of playing in the best league in the world. I'm not going to count him out from making it to the NBA one day. I'm not going to just sit here and say there's no chance he's going to make it. Do I feel like he could benefit from another year playing at BYU potentially? Sure, but he has his heart set on making money playing basketball, providing for he and his wife and their future family, and I can't fault a kid for that. He's decided it's a good time to step away. With Mark Pope taking over, Dave Rose retiring, he probably feels like it's a good time to make a clean break and let's move on. And I wish him nothing but the best of luck. We also found out yesterday the transfer destination for a former BYU swingman in Ryland Bergerson, the native of Boise, Idaho. He is going to go play for Central Arkansas. Uh, according to reports, he is seeking a med- uh, not a medical hardship, just a hardship waiver after in the aftermath of Dave Rose's retirement that in hopes of getting immediately eligible to play for the Bears down there in Central Arkansas and I wish uh, Ryland nothing but the best. Uh, he opens up a roster spot for BYU and it looks like BYU is in terms of Mark Pope what he's doing is he's really tapping into guys he had at UVU and uh, let me get this out of the way right now. I know a lot of people have had some people saying, complaining, well, he's not expanding his recruiting horizons very far if he's just looking five miles up the road. The truth of the matter is, UVU, in my mind, recruited at a better level than BYU in recent years. And that may be hard to take because BYU fans, you don't think that UVU is in your in your same stratosphere, and nor should it be. And I would tend to agree that BYU should be recruiting at a different level than UVU. I, I totally agree with that point but in recent years I feel like Mark Pope's staff at UVU did a better job evaluating and recruiting talent than BYU did and he's tapping into that he's bringing Jake Toulson over Wyatt Lowell according to reports is coming over to BYU uh, Trey Stewart uh, another kid that's coming over from UVU as part of their recruiting class and American Fork Products going to be joining the basketball program after a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and also Richard Harward another big man from UVU who has really blossomed, blossomed down the stretch last season former Orem high product could potentially also be joining BYU if everything shakes out correctly Lowell and Harwood have to sit out for sure. Of course, uh, you won't have any incoming freshmen who are going on missions coming in right away, but Jake Toulson's immediately eligible. And I feel like all four of those players would actually be an upgrade to BYU's roster, particularly in the big guys that BYU has returning to the basketball program that are not named Gavin Baxter. Uh, Looking at BYU's front line, their forwards slash centers going into the 2019-2020 season, you have Colby Lee, who is going to be a redshirt freshman. No, actually be a sophomore this year uh he'll be a sophomore out of meridian idaho six foot nine 240 pounds dalton nixon who had a good start to the season last year had an incident mid-year that really threw him off course he's been a good player a glue guy he'll be going into his senior year six foot seven 215 pound forward you expect some good things out of him and then uh, other than that you look at the roster and you're like okay where are the big guys and that's the problem for the cougars right now bernardo da silva is coming in as a as a as an incoming recruit, six foot nine, two hundred and twenty pound athlete, probably factors in as a starter for BYU in my mind right away as a true freshman. And that should worry BYU fans. I know that Mark Pope is going to do his best to bolster that front line with some transfers or maybe a a new signing here in this evaluation slash signing period over the next month or so. But as it stands right now, BYU extremely thin along the front line. Does that mean they're destined to be 
be bad in 2019-2020? No, I don't think so. Guys like Connor Harding, who's six foot six, can drop down to the post if need be at times. Zach Selius, six foot seven, 215 pounds. You would expect that at his size, he should be a better interior defender than he is, but hopefully he's working on that facet of his game and can really help BYU because you need those swing men in this day and age of basketball. If you're going to be a team that's going to be running a lot of ball screens like Mark Pope favored at UVU, you need these guys to be able to rotate and play basketball a flowing style and I'm not going to say it's going to be the same thing as like the blender that the Utah Jazz use all the time but very much I think that could be a beneficial thing if they can get that system in place to a degree and really just kind of run pick and rolls off each other and really get teams switching that's where you kind of garner your advantage if you're a if you're BYU with a front line right now in terms of the big men in BYU's roster that aren't isn't very deep you should use that ability to really switch and be able to play off of each other to help yourselves I'm hopeful that BYU can sign another forward slash center in this period when they're out there recruiting. I know the coaching staff left the morning after they had their introductory press conference for the assistants. They're on the road recruiting. They're doing their best to really bolster this lineup, and we'll see what happens. But as it stands right now, in terms of the forwards for BYU, we're going to kind of run through these uh, positions over the coming week or so, and we'll break them down more in depth for you. But right now, the forwards for BYU on the roster, that are going to be eligible next year. Kobe Lee, Gavin Baxter, and Dalton Nixon are your true forwards. And then in terms of guards, I feel I could slot down and play a bigger role if they needed to are Zach Selyus and Connor Harding, but much preferred if they play on the perimeter and don't have to guard in on the interior. So it's just an interesting scenario all the way around for BYU basketball, and they definitely need to get out there and find somebody who's immediately eligible. Guys like Wyatt Lowell and Richard Harward I think would be an upgrade for BYU's roster, and they'll bring good athleticism slash shot blocking slash rebounding ability from UVU coming over to BYU, but unless they get a hardship like the one that Ryland Berger is pursuing to go to Central Arkansas and play right away. It's highly doubtful they'll be able to impact BYU on the court in 2019-2020. So an interesting situation that Mark Pope finds himself in, but we'll track it for you. We'll talk more about guards and swingmen over the coming days and weeks, break those down a little more in depth, and of course cover all the news when it comes to recruiting for BYU basketball as well. All right, we will step aside here, come back, switch gears, talk some BYU football, a new commitment as part of the 2020 recruiting class for the Cougars. We'll talk about Josh Larson and what he appears to he'll be bringing to BYU. Before we do that, though, do want to tell you about one of our great sponsors here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is our good friends at ZipRecruiter. Uh, ZipRecruiter, of course, any of you guys that are hiring managers or have to make hires for your company, whether it's big or small, you know how hard it is to find people in this day and age. You throw stuff up on a job board, hopefully people pop up and you can find the right candidate for you. Will it make it real easy on yourself? Use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter sends your job, whatever job posting you have, to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With the powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter will scan through thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spot, spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match for your company. And it's so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter have gotten a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Truly incredible. If you're looking to streamline your hiring process, I would encourage you guys, check out ZipRecruiter. 
ZipRecruiter. Right now, my listeners here on Locked On Cougars can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. More in a moment. This is Locked On Cougars. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. We are your daily source for all things BYU news. And when you get in your car, make sure to plug in your smart device and tell it, play podcast Locked On Cougars. That way you're always up to date on the latest in BYU news. And I thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. A lot of you reached out over the previous weeks and months and have said, hey, I really enjoy the podcast. I've got friends that are telling me they're telling other friends about it. I would encourage you guys to continue to share the news about this podcast. The word of mouth makes a huge difference. I know I tell you guys to subscribe, rate, and review. Those five-star reviews help get the word out, but it's even better when it's a personal recommendation from a friend of yours that tells you about a podcast. And if somebody doesn't know how to use a podcast, pull out your phone and show them how easy it is. It's absolutely incredible. All of us have our smartphones, our smart devices, your smart speakers. All you got to do is tell them, play podcast Locked On Cougars, and that way you'll be the smartest guy when it comes to BYU News each and every day. Thanks again for supporting the show and your continued downloads. We're seeing our download numbers continue to skyrocket each and every month it's more and more and more it just continues to escalate and that's a credit to you guys the listeners so i would encourage you guys as you continue to drive around driving your kids to school making your commute to work whatever you may be doing when you get in your car plug in your smart device and tell it play podcast locked on cougars that way you stay up to date on the latest in all things byu news because that's our goal here with this podcast is to make you the most well-rounded byu fan you possibly can be we don't cover just football we don't cover just basketball we cover every sport in the BYU athletic department so I want to make sure you guys are always up to date when it comes to all things BYU Cougars and the BYU athletic department all right talk some BYU football here for a moment Josh Larson he's the latest player to join BYU's list of 2020 commitments he plays at Woods Cross High School in Woods Cross Utah and I didn't even know much about this young man until I saw the bat signal go out from the BYU recruiting uh, Twitter feed yesterday. And of course, then Josh breaking it on his own Twitter feed that he had committed immediately after receiving an offer from the Cougars. And he's a good athlete. I watched his film on Huddle and if you go look at it, he plays tight end and it appears that he'll be playing defensive end because he says thanks to Elisa Tuiaki for the opportunity to join the BYU football program. So I would assume that if Elisa Tuiaki is recruiting him, I know that Elisa does a lot of work recruiting in-state period, but if, if he's saying thanks to Elisa Tuiaki for the opportunity, I would expect that the six foot four, 230-pound athlete is going to be a defensive lineman for BYU, most likely a defensive end. And if you look at his film, he is relentless. That's the one word I took away from his highlight reels on Huddle, and he just gets after it. Either it's on offense or defense, 
There's no slowing down this young man, and I really like that about him. You want to see guys who want to go out and love the game, and it shows in their play. That's what Josh Larson has showed in the video I've seen of him, and he goes out there, and he absolutely just gets after it. There's there's no other way to say it. He just goes up and down the field, attacking offensive and defensive players, whichever side of the ball he is on, and I think it's an awesome pickup for the Cougars. Uh, he said he had offers uh, mainly in-state, stuff it appeared and the only offer from BYU officially is from the Cougars but I still think this is an exciting pickup for the Cougars. Uh, we'll see what happens with this. He's a multi-sport athlete. He's also a starter for Woods Cross's basketball team and I I'm excited to see what this young man can do. I don't know if he's a mission-bound kid. I haven't heard uh, quite yet. Actually, no. So uh, on J. Drew's story on the Salt Lake Tribune, it says 24-7 sports. He immediately jumped on BYU's offer. He told the website he was hearing from Utah, Utah State, and Weber State. But BYU was the first school to come through with an offer for him. So... It's an exciting time for BYU fans. He is the seventh addition to BYU's recruiting class, joining American Fork uh, linebacker Bodie Schoonover, Schoonover, Schoonover. I still don't know how to pronounce that correctly. If you're listening to this podcast, let me know. At Jacob C. Hatch, I don't know how to pronounce Bodie's last name correctly, and that's probably an indictment on me, but let me know. Las Vegas linebacker Dallin Misake, Tipview defensive back Logan Peely, Corner Canyon linebacker Josh Wilson, Tooele High School's Nukaluve Halu, and Washington defensive and Isaiah Perez are the other members of BYU's 2020 class at this point. And I feel like they're trying to kind of fill holes at this point. Josh Larson, if he comes in, he bulks up. He definitely has the size and the build to be a defensive end, and it's exciting to see him on the field for Woods Cross. Just like I said, just a relentless attitude as he gets after it. And I, I feel like that that's going to be his biggest side. I guess strength if he continues to develop for BYU gets into the weight program puts on 20 to 30 pounds if he's playing at six foot four 260 pounds that is essentially the prototypical defensive end of what BYU wants in that 4-3 slash 4-2-5 alignment that they favor under Kalani Satake and Elisa Tuiaki so congratulations to Josh Larson we'll do our best to get him on the podcast here to talk about his commitment to BYU and get more on him for you. But it's an exciting time for BYU football. Of course, this spring evaluation period, coaches are fanning out all over the country. Uh, Coach Mateo said he's been in Southern California, Texas. He's going to Northern California, Hawaii. These coaches are going everywhere and anywhere to find the best talent for BYU, and I think Cougar fans can take heart with that. One other uh, commitment real quick to mention to you guys, uh, BYU is very much in the jumping in early on athletes that they feel like they're worthy of a scholarship. They project them as being a top-level prospect, and I think BYU's found another one, and it's a family connection. Nukaluve Halu, who I just mentioned, who is a running back at Tooele High School, he's joining BYU as part of their 2020 class. Well, uh, Coach Drew Jones from Tooele High School tweeted out yesterday, congratulations to this un- incoming ninth grader, Matiaki Halu, for getting offered by BYU today. That came out yesterday. He says, congratulations, bud, and love you. Let's go Buffs. Well, that means that BYU is jumping in with another young recruit. If he's coming into ninth grade, Matiaki Halu, would not would be a member of the 2023 class if I'm doing my math correctly. It's a long way out, but BYU, I'll give them credit in terms of that coaching staff. They have been almost batting a thousand in terms of 
projecting ahead on young men who are maybe your ninth graders or 10th graders and projecting them as top prospects. doesn't mean that BYU is going to land all of them, but they have done a good job at identifying talent early on. And I've said this before on the podcast and I'll say it again. That is actually a good sign if you're a BYU fan. You want to see this coaching staff out there finding talent early and jumping in early because BYU, we've talked about all the challenges they have in recruiting. Any opportunity you can get into a living room first or get an offer to a kid first and show them the love first could go a long way in determining how things go when they decide to ultimately sign whenever that day comes. And credit to BYU for being on top of things, being able to identify guys early on and making sure that they have everything covered top to bottom when it comes to recruiting. And congratulations once again to both Josh Larson and now Matiaki Halu, younger brother of Nukuluve Halu, all with offers and commitments to BYU. I guess in Matiaki's case, he hasn't committed to BYU, but congratulations on the offer all the same. All right, we will step aside here, come back on the other side, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Thanks again for downloading the show hopefully your guys' Tuesday is off to a great start or finishing on a great note we'll get to more next on BYU Sports this is Locked on Cougars Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere especially during March your eyes are on the road but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket their sudden braking puts you in a 16 car pileup that's anything but sweet and if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket so switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. As we close out today's edition of Locked On Cougars, I want to thank you guys once again for your continued support of the podcast. It's a blast to bring this to you guys each and every day. Of course, this is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is America's number one daily podcast network. And thank you guys for downloading this show on the final day of April. We are in the middle of the offseason for football, and we're also into it for basketball. We are not stopping on this podcast anytime soon. So thanks again for taking the time to download the show. Let's run down everything else in BYU news you need to know of in terms of BYU sports. Number 25 ranked BYU baseball. Yeah, that 25 ranking came out yesterday. Baseball America putting the Cougars back in the top 25. The Cougars went to Cal yesterday and held a 2-0 lead, but then gave up three unanswered runs to lose to the Golden Bears 3-2 on Monday. A tough loss for the Cougars. Keeps them from their 30th win of the season. They're now 29-11. They're headed to Southern California and Los Angeles this weekend for a three-game set at Loyola Marymount and WCC play. That'll be in Thursday at 7 o'clock Mountain Time streaming on the W.TV and also broadcast live on BYU Radio. So best of luck to the BYU baseball team. Some BYU men's volleyball news and notes. Uh, Considering they didn't have the year that they expected, it's still awesome to see them being up for awards. Gabby Garcia Fernandez of BYU men's volleyball has been named as one of four finalists for the Brian Ivey Award, which goes to the nation's top opposite hitter. He is fourth in the country with an average of 4.29 kills per game. 
and at least 20 kills in seven regular season matches. So congratulations on that honor for Gabby Garcia Fernandez. Hopefully he can bring home that award. He also was named as a sophomore opposite hitter to the All-America second team by the AVCA, the American Volleyball Coaches Association yesterday. They announced their list of All-Americans on Monday. He was joined by freshman Davide Gardini, who was given honorable mention by the AVCA for his outstanding first season for the Cougars. So congratulations to both players on the All-American citations, like I said, despite the lackluster season by BYU standards on the court for men's volleyball. Uh, Peter Quest led three members of BYU's men's golf team in the West Coast Conference honors this season. He was named Player of the Year and All-WCC First Team. It is the second consecutive... Quest is the second consecutive... Cougar to earn WCC Player of the Year after Patrick Fishburne won that award last year. Quest has won five tournaments this season, and he's been absolutely incredible. Rhett Rasmussen joined Quest on the All-WCC First Team, having also earned First Team Honors as a freshman and honorable mention as a sophomore. So it's third straight year that Rhett Rasmussen has been honored. And then freshman Carson Lindell was named All-WCC Honorable Mention for his first season at BYU. So congratulations to all three players. We'll see what happens with BYU in terms of the NCAA championships. At bare minimum, I'm expecting that Peter Quest will compete as an individual, just like Rose Huang, who will be playing in her final action for the Cougars at the NCAA Regional at Tumble Creek in Washington on early, actually next week, excuse me, May 6th through the 8th. Head coach Carrie Roberts says Rose has had a great career here at BYU. She has had key wins and been on some of our best teams. I'm excited for her to compete at another regionals and hopefully we can extend her season. Is the fourth consecutive NCAA Regional for Huang after she tied for fourth at last year's Austin Regional to advance to the national championships. She has finished in the top 10 five times this year, including a second place finish at last week's WCC Championships in Spokane, Washington. So best of luck to Rose Huang as she competes to uh, lead BYU's women's golf team into the postseason. All right, there you go. That's all the other news in BYU sports that you need to know about. We'll be back tomorrow. Catch up on everything that's happening in BYU sports. The news does not stop and we have it covered for you here each day. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks to ZipRecruiter for sponsoring the show. Check them out at ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. Check it out, guys. If you're hiring anybody, ZipRecruiter is probably the right way to go for you. Thanks again for taking the time to download the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and also follow the show on social media. You can catch it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at LockedOnCougars. You also can find me at Jacob C. Hatch. Until tomorrow, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 30th, 2019. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day